The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, it's getting a little cooler out there, except for maybe this weekend and early next week. But uh, everyone's always looking for something new to watch. So, as we do once a month, we check in with our guy, Steve Stebbing, for a look at uh, what the hell should I watch this weekend. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Not too bad. How are you doing? Good. Steve, of course, our movie connoisseur and critic. You can find out more at stevestebbing.ca. You can follow him on Twitter at the Steve Will Dead. Uh, Steve, is all the snow out in uh, Kelowna, Penticton area, Vernon, gone? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, so it's warming up a bit. I think we're back in the double digits tomorrow. I like we're like twelve or thirteen. But yeah, there is still a little pockets of snow here and there. But it's not on sidewalks, not on the streets. It's barely on lawn. So yeah, we we got a little like uh, a little like tester of it. Uh, it was a little too early for me. That's uh, probably being a Vancouver boy, but <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it for the rest of the winter for you guys. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, probably February we'll get a dump. Honestly, <laughs> let's start this afternoon. Uh, we have a number of uh, of shows to get through, and we're going to start with this. It's called On the Rocks. On business trips, Dad. Raise your hand if that sounds fishy. He's not like you. He's a good guy, a great dad. Sure, it's nature. Males are forced to fight, to dominate, and to impregnate all females. Maybe he's just not interested in me anymore. Impossible. But women that are most beautiful between the ages of 35 and 39. <laughs> great, so I have many months left <laughs> is that bill murray i hear it, it is and this is the third pairing of bill murray and sophia coppola uh for this movie that's really led by rashida jones character who uh she's a kind of like a a, a bohemian uh um mother living uh, in the classy section of new york who believes that her workaholic husband may be cheating on her so uh, at the behest of her womanizer father, played by Bill Murray, they kind of go on an adventure through New York to uh, gather some evidence, if you will. Uh, and, uh, I mean, this movie is one of the most charming movies of the year. I love it. I could watch it every day of the week and still get the same uh, feeling I did the first time I watched it. And, I mean, the writing is so impactful. The chemistry between Jones and, and, and Murray is, is so big. Honestly, they could do a Murder, She Wrote type show, <laughs> and I would watch every single episode. All right. It is called On the Rock, so check that one out. Uh, the next one, it's a pretty big one. It goes back in history. This is something that sounds right up my alley. Looking forward to watching this. The Trial of the Chicago 7. We're going to Chicago to protest the Vietnam War. And there's no place to be right now but in it. We watched for a decade while these rebels without a job tell us how to prosecute a war. Well, they're going to spend their 30s in a federal facility, real time. People say, you know, Abby, are you concerned about an overreaction from the cops? Are the people ready to make opening arguments? So some big names in this one, yeah. including Michael Keaton. Uh, it comes out uh, on Netflix shortly. You said it's uh, it's a pretty heavy one, but it's a gooder. Yeah, it, it's it's a fantastic one. It's actually, I should have updated that. It's out now. It's mm. on Netflix now. You can watch it. It is uh, quite simply one of the best movies of the year with one of the best written scripts of the year because it comes from the West Wing man himself, the newsroom man, yes. Aaron Sorkin. The man knows how to write dialogue. 
Uh, it's like it's, it's easy to him as breathing, uh, which makes all of these fantastic stars in this. When you mentioned Michael Keaton, but you also have Academy Award winner Mark Rylance in there, uh, Satcha Baron Cohen's in this one, Succession's Jeremy Strong, Eddie Redmayne, another Academy mm. Award winner, yeah. Frank Langella, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, the wow. cast is so big and for being such a serious movie there are incredible moments of levity in this movie that almost catch you off guard but it just all forms one of the most uh, masterful directing jobs of the year and uh, Netflix is just knocking out of the park with with uh, a lot of their original movies right now uh, and uh, when Oscar comes knocking whatever it looks like next year uh, I expect to see this one in there. Really interesting. All right. I'm going to jump ahead to uh, this one because, boy, oh, boy, I didn't know that this was happening, but apparently we found out uh, a couple of weeks ago that a, that a master documentary filmmaker has been working on a timeline of the coronavirus pandemic. It's called Totally Under Control. Take a listen. The CDC has identified a case of coronavirus in Washington state. The words about a pandemic at this point? No, we're not at all, and it's uh, going to be just fine. Whatever happens, we're totally prepared. We, the scientists, knew what to do for the pandemic response. The plan was in front of us, but leadership would not do it. It is time to lay our careers on the line and push back. Oh boy, uh, I'm guessing it sounds like the Trump administration's not gonna be happy with this one. No, and this one was actually, they completed uh, editing and everything and got it ready to go actually the day before Trump announced that he had COVID himself. Mm. Uh, so I mean, it is right nestled up to, to, the, to the timeline we're in right now. Uh, and uh, documentarian uh, Alex Gibney has just done phenomenal movies like the Scientology documentary Going Clear, the Hunter yeah. S. Thompson movie Gonzo. I mean, the list goes on and on. He's made some incredible films, always, always noteworthy anytime he releases something. Uh, he focuses on just the American involvement in uh, the, the response to, to the, the pandemic and everything. Uh, and it is really the facts uh, shown in a timeline form with interviews with doctors on the front lines, scientists, uh, you know, disease control specialists, everything. Uh, and it is fascinating. It will also raise your blood pressure mm -hmm. and make you super angry. But yeah, just the facts, Jack, is it, it, really what it comes down to this movie. 348, our film critic Steve Stebbing checking in. Uh, today for what the hell should you watch this weekend uh, we've gone through a few of them and in this we passed over last night and uh, kind of clicked on the David is it David Attenborough uh, series uh, uh, the, the 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 world documentary stuff but David Letterman is back with a bunch of new interviews in my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman take a listen we've been doing this show and each time I'm gratified because the person in that chair is so much smarter than I am. That's great. And then I'll airdrop it to you. Do you know how, what airdrop is? Sure. I don't even do interviews. If it wasn't you, I wouldn't even want to say anything. I don't want the details of being in prison. Are you sure? I'm uncomfortable. All right, good. <laughs> David Letterman just had a way with people, Steve, mm -hmm. and uh, really you get to see it once again in, in this series. 
For sure. And I, I mean, I grave, I grew up on, on Letterman. Uh, I, I know that the template was really set by, by hosts like Steve Allen and Johnny Carson and everything, but Letterman was kind of my entry into late night television. And as much as I love Stephen, Stephen Colbert and I do love Stephen Colbert, his late show is very different mm-hmm. than Dave's. So I have missed the presence uh, of Dave, that big goofy guy. And uh, now through Netflix, he has the ability to do interviews his way. And uh, I mean, this was recorded before the the pandemic this latest season. But basically, it's him uh, at you know like a, a theater, two chairs, an audience, and him and a guest. And uh, this new uh, volume of, of episodes uh, has interviews with people like Kim Kardashian West, who is somebody that is not in my wheelhouse. I've never Mm-mm. seen a single episode of Keeping Up the Kardashians and everything, so I'm very kind of toned after her. Uh, but, uh, I, I mean, it's a fascinating interview with her, and, and uh, I mean, I, I kind of came away with a bit of respect, especially how uh, she's, uh, you know, going for the bar and everything and just kind of being above the vapid socialite that we think she is. Uh, but and she's also skirts some questions about Donald Trump that I'm like that is the mark of a true PR pro <laughs> that knows how to skirt through that. Uh, obviously, from her social media post yesterday, she's not in the good books right now, understandably so. But I thought that episode was fascinating. And then they follow it up with an episode with Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. who is one of the most charming people on the planet. Uh, so for him to be interviewed by Dave, it's truly something special. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that one up this evening. All right, I hear so many people talking about Fargo. So many people talking about Fargo. Didn't see the movie, haven't seen this, but season four is underway, and you love it. We need to move now before they get their heads on straight. This is what you call a transition of power. What are they? A warning to the other rats. This is America, sir. Last time I checked, not Soviet Russia. <laughs> I'm teaching him how the world works. And how's that? It's dog eat dog. That's how dogs work. A little more complicated. All right. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't seen the movie. Still you need seen... to see the movie. Come on, Jordan. really? You need to. Oh, it's it's, a, it's Coen Brothers. You have to like like it's just <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, and really, the I mean, season one was a reworking of the movie, and then everything kind of beyond that uh, beyond then has been kind of its own self-contained stories that are they're just considered Fargo stories. Uh, Noah Hawley has kind of taken the reins uh, from uh, the Coen brothers and kind of made it his own thing. And it's funny because season four doesn't even take place in Fargo. It takes place in Kansas City, kind of uh, (laughs) mid-1950s, and and dealing uh, with, I mean, crime, racism, like everything, like Jim Crow racism, like just Mm -hmm. some of the deep, deep stuff to it. Uh, Chris Rock is in this season, so doing some dramatic work. Uh, I mean, already, if the year was progressed as we were supposed to have it progressed, Chris Rock was, we would have already seen Chris Rock in the movie Spiral, which is the reboot of of Saw. So Mm. we would have seen some of his dramatic work, but this is kind of the first time we're going to get to see it. Uh, And yeah, I mean, FX has a cash cow with this one. Uh, And anything Noah Hawley wants to do, he gets to do now because (laughs) of this show. 
Ewan McGregor in this next one, and I loved the book, uh, the original. The, the uh, was it Long Way Down, right? Uh, yeah. I read I read the book, and I had uh, just actually started writing, wrote, riding motorcycle myself at the time, and it really it just really connected. I thought, wow, this is really mm-hmm. cool. But they've done uh, you know the film and part two, Long Way Up. I've been dreaming of doing a trip through South America for years. We're here with world-famous actor Ewan McGregor. But life got in the way. And now I've decided to do the trip with my best friend, Charlie Borman. We'll ride 13,000 miles from the southern tip of Argentina all the way to Los Angeles. 150 miles every day is the long way to go. And if that wasn't enough of a challenge, we wanted to see if we could do it on electric motorcycles. Mm. <laughs> I think it's the future electric. You'd be the first people to go this distance charging as you go. Oh, my God, it's so great, isn't it? Oh, Uh-oh. Mm, the power's just gone. So, Steve, I think it's interesting because, um, you know, if it's, if it's like the, the book, it's, it's not just about the ride, it's about the friendship, isn't it? It, it really is about the friendship, and I, I don't want to be the correcting person, but this is the third series. Oh, third one. Long way, wow. down, long way down, long way around, long way up. Oh, my gosh, okay. And long way, uh, this is 14 years after their last series, wow. and they've been wanting to get back to this, but uh, things get in the way. Of course, Ewan's a, a very hardworking actor doing so much. Uh, and actually, Charlie Borman had uh, a series of uh, motorcycle accidents and, and, and needed uh, uh, physical rehabilitation a number of times, kind of stunting it. And it really kind of plays into this season as well, because Charlie is definitely a words for wear. Uh, but they make their they make their trip from the bottom of Argentina up along the side of South America all the way to Los Angeles. It's a 13-episode series that's on uh, uh, Apple TV+. Plus. And yeah, it is so endearing. It is about the emotion of these two men uh, that are, are lifelong friends, and, and their their bond is, is so palpable. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, there are definitely episodes that will bring a tear to your eye, and uh, we'll also get that feeling of adventure kind of brewing in you. I I, I definitely envy these two men <laughs> and uh, these trips that they're able to make together. It's unreal. I can't even imagine the planning that goes into right. them. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, that's the first episode really alone is, is accompanying, uh, encompassing how to how do we put this together? How do we, we make it electrical, practical and everything? Because there's just uh, a lot of the things they're using in this are, are, are just a step off of proto, uh, prototypes. All right. You know what? We're almost out of time, so I'm not going to play the trailer for the next one, but I suspect a lot of people have seen it. It's called The Comey Rule. It's on Crave. And again, these political political stories right now, especially when it's focusing on, uh, you know, what is happening uh, in North America and the United States, uh, hugely popular. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, just like the casting in this one is so good. Jeff Daniels is in this this show and i mean it's a limited series it's only has a few episodes to it but jeff daniels is always the draw to anything he does i, I mean i mentioned the the newsroom earlier mm-hmm. an, another great show uh brendan gleason playing uh donald trump he's so good in this one but i feel like the scene stealer is brooklyn 99's joe latrulio that plays jeff sessions 
Uh, and it, I mean, it's some uncanny stuff in this show. Really, eh? Absolutely. All right, so we'll have to check it out. That's the Comey Rule. Um, and what, which one is that on? It is on Crave. That's be on Crave. All yeah. right. Steve, uh, thanks for joining me again. If anyone wants to, you know, check out that full list, because there's a, it's a lot longer list. I trim it down uh, every week, and I thank you for it. You can do so at stevestebbing.ca. Always great to talk with you, Steve. Thank you. Thanks, Joanne. All right, take care. Uh, so there you have it. If you're looking for something new to watch this week. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.